0: The story I'm going to be reading is from a book called Not Even God is Ripe Enough by Bakre, Badamusi, and Yuli. This one is called, like, the story is called When Life is Good for Us, we we'll Become Bad. There was once a town in Yoruba land called Idikwe. that's its beggar town. And the oba of the town was called Onidipe which means beggar king. But although he was the beggar town, it was rich in cultural traditions and the 401 Orisha were worshipped there. Obatala, Shuango, Oya, Oshun, Sompona, Erinle, and all the rest were given their due sacrifices and they were speaking to the people through colonots. Now it had happened that the Oba died and that the people were going to elect a new king then all the candidates started to go about that night to bribe the king makers and they were all looking for favors in return those who had money spent it extravagantly those who could only brag with their mouths never stopped talking and those who had personality went every midnight to impress the king makers. In the end the king makers decided on one Aiyemi because he had money and mouth and personality. It was agreed that he should be installed on the seventh day. On that day he was to be taken to the sacred grove where he would meet the sacred Oro himself whom no woman must ever set eyes on, on penalty of death. Now, Yemi was a man who was not satisfied with owning the world. He wanted to be a commander of heaven as well. And to everybody's surprise, he declared that he would defy the Oro spirit and bring his senior wife O'Berry to witness the installation of the groove. The king makers were shocked and they said, The bush rat is sweet in the mouth, but who would be foolish enough to eat it with bones and all? Yemi was forbidden to take his wife, but who can teach a sheep to avoid a lorry on the road? Yemi was determined that his wife should see everything together with him. On the day of the installation, he hid his wife. Inside the basket on which his legs were to rest during the ceremony. On that day, the whole town was silent. The women and children stayed indoors as the procession moved to the Uru Groove, and three strong men were sweating under the basket. When they reached the groove, the king sat down and placed his feet on the basket. He was laughing, sweet laughter in his belly, as he was thinking how he had fooled all the priests, the shango priests sitting on the right, the oya priests sitting on the left, and all the other worshippers filling the grove. All the sacrifices for Oro had been prepared and were placed on the altar. The Baba olorisha began with the divination. "You, my friend," he addressed the kulamot. But the Kola did not answer. Then the Oya priest was called, but the Kola refused to answer in his hand. Now the Ogun priest was called, but Ogun refused to come from Ire, and the Kola was silent. Whoever tried to divinate, the Kola showed three blind eyes, and one lonely eye stared at the sky. There was great excitement. Even Yemi was now sweating. But he did not dare to disclose his secret. At last, the whole matter was handed over to the Babalawu, the father of secrets. He brought out the palm nuts and consulted Ifa. And Ifa spoke and said, Poverty never kills a person, but too much good luck may kill a person. When the hen jumps on a rope, the hen will feel giddy, and the rope will feel giddy too. The man who is to inherit The widow is not likely to provide medicine to cure the sick husband. And so, the father of secrets continued to recite Yifa until he finally said, The king's wife wants to know the secret. The moment he had spoken, the aurora sounded as the deep voice of Aurora rode and the shrill voice of his dog shrieked. Even the old priests began to sweat but Yemi peaced with fear and he trembled like an old taxi on a laterite road and the all lashed out as his wife and he split her in half like a fork then the priests rose up and they drove out a Yemi and made another man king Yemi received punishment that was more than punishment we threw our cutlass at the scroll. The scroll escapes and the cutlass gets lost too. Yemi lost his title and his wife as well. In the end, none of them witnessed the secret of Oro. When life is good to us, we act badly. Thus, the Babalawus have been saying since that day, and they usually add a song. Enjoy the world gently. Enjoy the world gently. If the world is spoilt, no one can repair it. Enjoy the world gently.